All right, we're back in this episode of One on One with CG is brought to you by Manscaped. Starting off in this new year in 2023, make sure to shave the loose pines off your wood with the best tool for the job. The signature lawnmower 4.0 from Manscaped is here to take down everything in its path. As I've said before, your mental health comes first along with your physical health. It's time to look good and feel good. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code WITHCG, W-I-T-H-C-G at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code WITHCG. Let's enjoy this brand new year and keep things clean. On to the episode, baby. Let's go. back on the podcast and i've been so excited to catch up with this person today he's a former professional hockey player stanley cup champion olympic gold medalist author and mental health advocate theo flurry theo welcome onto the podcast yeah good to see you Corey. it's been a minute happy to have you on how's things been how's things in calgary well it's christmas time you know slow not much happening so getting Getting back into it probably starting at the beginning of next week, so it should be good. Some good family time with everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The Love usual. It. Yeah, yeah the usual. Right. Mostly to recharge the batteries, you know, and uh, yeah, get ready for the hectic new year. Right, no doubt. So I wanted to I wanted to touch on mental health today. I know that you're a huge advocate on it, and uh, you got an incredible story. So uh, let's get right into it. So, mm-hmm. so th- there's a lot of people that have been through a lot of shit. I mean, we all go through shit. And uh, trauma and PTSD is, is one thing that people experience that is not fun. So today I wanted you to come on to really talk about your story and how you've healed and gotten through uh, all of that. Uh, because I think some people might not know how to manage it and to get to the other side. So I'd love for you to to touch on it because, you know, there's a lot of people who've been through childhood trauma with their own parents, abuse, uh, relationships mm-hmm. and other things. So we'd love for you to touch on it and uh, share how you've healed. Yeah. Well, you know, I think, you know, trauma is at the core of every single issue we have in society. And you know, we're very aware that there is, you know, a pandemic of mental illness. There's a pandemic of opioid use. There's a pandemic of suicidal ideation. There's a a pandemic of people actually taking their own lives. And what we uh, haven't done a good job of is is really talking about trauma because it's trauma that brings us into the mental health space. It's trauma that brings us into the addiction space. It's trauma that brings us into having suicidal ideations. 
it's unresolved trauma that eventually causes us to take our own lives. And uh, because big pharma owns mental health, you know, they don't want anybody healing. They want people on prescription drugs or, you know, SSRIs or, uh, you know, whatever you want to call them. They, they want you on a script from the time you're born until the time you leave the earth. Right. And what we, we haven't, like I said, we haven't done a great job of creating space for trauma where people can talk, actually talk about what happened, you know? And when you talk about what happened, you know, you release the trauma because trauma gets stored in our bodies. And, you know, that's what causes us all of these, you know, mental health challenges is this stored trauma that we have from, you know, just sort of living life. And, uh, you know, trauma doesn't have to be extreme. You know, trauma is very subtle. And, you know, it could be as simple as your parents were divorced when you were a kid or you're bullied in school or, you know, these kind of things. And so what happens is as you accumulate more and more trauma, it gets layered in the body. It gets layered in the nervous system. And then eventually we have this meltdown, right? And, and if we would create a society where we can openly talk about our traumatic experiences, we would not have, you know, a pandemic of, you know, mental illness, right? And, um, you know, let's face it, COVID-19 is not the pandemic. Mental illness is the pandemic. Right. And I really believe it's it's caused by systemic government abuse. Right. And over the last three years, all of that stuff has been exposed. You know, lockdowns, forced vaccination, mask wearing, you know, all these things, uh, you know, are traumatic. Right. And so we already had a traumatized society. We added another layer of trauma on top of an already traumatized society. And what did we see happen? We saw a spike in mental illness. We saw a spike in opioid use. We saw a spike in suicidal ideation. And then ultimately, you know, we saw people taking their own lives. And, you know, um, and so, you know, because I've had my own challenges in my life that caused me to have the ultimate meltdown which is when i was playing in the nhl you know i had to leave the game because i could no longer manage you know my mental illness and everybody thought that you know my my problem was addiction ultimately it wasn't it was i could no longer manage you know my depression my anxiety you know all of these symptoms that i had from trauma you know were disguised as an addiction right and, and it wasn't until, you know, 2009 when I wrote that book, Playing With Fire, where I actually stood in my truth and told, told the details of my trauma and what happened to me that, uh, you know, I started on my own path of, you know, healing. Right. No, no doubt. And it's, I mean, the, the thing is that like you just said about being in the NHL, no one focused on mental health back in the day. Nobody. 
I mean, you didn't no. know, right? You didn't know. You're like confused, right? You're like, what the hell's wrong with me? And still today, no one's focusing on it as much as they should. You're, you got a great point that the natural healing people don't talk about. Am I correct, Theo? No, no, no. It's all about, you know, what, what type of uh, antidepressant you're on or antipsychotic or whatever. And, you know, there's studies coming out that, that, those actual drugs do lead to people having suicidal ideation and people are actually taking their own lives because of, you know, because what we're doing is we're giving people synthetic brain chemistry. Right. And, and, you know, I went down that road and uh, I was actually worse instead of better. And it wasn't until I switched to holistic practices that I really started to change and, and I really started to get better, you know, with simple breathing exercises, meditation, you know, uh, yoga, you know, these kind of things, uh, which are readily available all day long. Um, you know, because the mental health system is completely run over and there's not enough, there's not enough people, skilled people, for the amount of people that need help, right? And so, um, you know, that's why I'm a big proponent of peer-to-peer counseling, you know, is two people who've had the same experience get together and work through their issues together, right? In a very vulnerable way. Nobody talks about vulnerability in, in the mental health space, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, uh, like everything else in the medical system, everything's backwards, right? It's all backwards. You know, nobody talks about exercise. Nobody talks about vitamin D. Nobody talks about, you know, uh, healthy diet and lifestyle. Um, you know, uh, it's just backwards, right? And ultimately, uh, you know, I've seen people change in, you know, 10 minutes, yeah. Yeah, no with doubt. Somebody, with somebody who, uh, you know, who feels safe in a conversation where they can talk about, you know, what happened to them, right? Nobody ever asks what happened to you, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they, they tiptoe around the subject. They're uncomfortable, you know, around talking about mental illness and, you know, um, it's just a matter of, you know, finding a, somebody who, who's a good listener, who's not going to give you any antidotes or any advice. It's just a matter of, you know, holding space and, and you know, being attuned and, and uh, you know, listening to the, the person's story. Because we all have stories, you know, and, and you know, um, a lot of those stories, you know, are based in trauma. I agree with you. And I think you have a really good point. The fact that like therapy, talking one-on-one, not being, you can't have fear of being judged with that person you talk to as well. Being vulnerable is so huge. And um, I mean, from my personal experience, I think it's the most cleansing thing to just say, Hey, I want to understand myself better with what I've gone through so that, Mm -hmm. you know, I can just live a healthy life. And you talk about this routine with yoga, breath work. I've been doing all that. And I was actually going to ask you if you've done any cold therapy, cold exposure uh, as well. Have you, Theo? 
I haven't done any of that yet, but I hear it's very highly effective and it's good for dopamine serotonin levels, which, which, uh, you know, are direct cause of depression. You know, if you don't produce enough dopamine and serotonin, you know, you're, you're going to be in a really depressive state. So. Yeah, no, it helps with dopamine, reduces anxiety, depression, helps you with sleep, inflammation, all good things. And yeah, it's re- I heard it's really good for your immune system, right? Yeah, so, I haven't yeah. I haven't seen myself get sick, knock on wood, since I started, which is oh, a couple good. months. Yeah, man. So if awesome. you when you're out here, I'll take you with me. We can do awesome. it. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. man. It's great. That's another thing to add to the routine. You should try it, Theo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So another another thing I want to bring up too. I think along with past trauma and PTSD are triggers because people have triggers and they might not even know that they have them. You know, what have you done to manage and control your own triggers from your past? And I know you're, you're, you're happily married right now with your wife, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. How do you prevent, you know, lashing out or whatever it is, you know, reacting to a trigger? What have you done to help yourself? I think people should hear about this. Yeah. Well, first of all, you have to be self-aware you know, that, that it's actually happening in the moment. Right. Um, uh, so, you know, when I was writing my second book, um, conversations with the rattlesnake, um, it was all about neuroscience and attachment theory. And basically what we discovered is that trauma leaves a, uh, a footprint uh, in your psyche and in your nervous system that, you know, there's four key key areas we get triggered by because of our past traumas. And so the first one is abandonment and neglect. Second one is I'm not good enough, which I say 99.9% of the population has, I'm not good enough. Yep. Third one is I'm not lovable. And then the fourth one is, I would say, is the people who are are opioid users. And that is, do I even exist in the world? Which means those those people can't connect in relationship because they are so afraid of, like you said, rejection, judgment, you know, all these things. And so, and so, um, uh, you know, when I realized those were the those are my four triggers now i can actually work on them because i didn't even know that i you know uh felt abandoned and neglected in a lot of relationships which mm-hmm. comes from from my experience with my parents as a kid because my parents both suffered their own trauma and their own addiction issues so you know um not blaming them but they just didn't have any you know, skills to be able to parent the yeah. proper way, right? Secondly, not good enough. Holy cow. Like that's probably my biggest trigger is, you know, uh, not feeling good enough. And you would say, you know, how, how could that possibly be when you've been so successful, you know, um, uh, you know, in most of, most of your life? Well, right. you know, um, but it, it's always there. But the simple fact now that I'm aware, um, you know, is, is a huge, um, is huge to be able to just be aware that, oh my God, I'm going into, I'm not good enough, right? 
because I'll pick up the sign and hold it over my head, mm -hmm. you know, all the time. And but that has to come from within. And that has to come from with how hard you actually want to work on yourself to get to the point where, you know, you love yourself, you take care of yourself, you know, you eat well, you sleep well, you exercise, you know, uh, all of those things. Right. And uh, because I would say the majority of the population doesn't take care of themselves. I agree. And when you don't take care of yourself, you'll, you are going to eventually come into, you know, the mental health space. What it what it's gonna do is jeopardize your relationship. I I I've been preaching this to to people, and I love that we're touching on this subject because I think it's so important to love, nurture, and heal yourself before you enter any relationship. Because yeah. no one deserves to handle your past. You can't bring your past into your new relationship to that poor innocent person that loves you and right. cares about you unconditionally. Right? Yeah. And I've I've learned that, and I've worked my ass off to understand that, to control and manage my own triggers and, and, and the insecurities, the overthinking, whatever it is that you go through, you have to manage it because in order to have a healthy relationship, that's a huge chunk, a huge piece to look after. Um, and that's so important to me that we touched on that because I think a lot of people go through this shit and they don't even understand it. They, and then they're taking on people's baggage and all this stuff, right? Theo, it's, it's something to be looked at. It's so important to get healthy. A hundred percent, you know, um, uh, the, the biggest issue is, 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 is self-awareness, right. Is to actually know, uh, you know, what you're experiencing, what you're feeling, you know, whether that's anger, sadness, um, frustration, you know, all those negative, uh, emotions and feelings. Um, you know, a lot of people aren't even aware that that's what's going on. Right. And, and so, you know, it takes, you know, it takes uncomfortable conversations over and over and over again uh, to be able to tap into, you know, uh, a lot of that stuff that we struggle with. Right. And, and another thing is to be connected with your feelings and emotions. I think yeah. people, people aren't used to that. Right. No. And, and crying, crying is such a healthy thing too. What a cleansing thing to do. I've yeah. learned that too. It's like people are, I think, afraid to show those emotions. Let it out. Let it all out and work through it. Right, Theo? Yeah, because what you're doing is you're actually releasing trauma that's stored in your body when you're doing that. Right? Right. You know, and, you know, that's why, you know, uh, massage and you know all of these holistic practices um you know havening you know all of these things allows you to move that trauma out of your body so that um when you uh you'll be less triggered as you move along the path of healing every time you move you know this trauma that gets stored in your cells and your body and your blood and, you know, all that stuff. And so, you know, you go around life being triggered all day long and you have no idea why, you know, this is happening. But yeah. a lot of people, you know, let's face it, a lot of people don't want to do the work because it's, it's hard work. Like it's hard work and it's not comfortable. Uh, uh, it's not fun. But 
you know, it's about, you know, uh, dedicating and, you know, uh, making a promise to yourself that you're going to stay on this path of healing, no matter how uncomfortable it gets at times, you know, like for me, this time of year is the worst time of the year, right? Because it's the coldest time. Um, you know, there's not much happening over Christmas, you know, and so, you know, I'm coming out of, you know, a very depressive uh, state because, like I said, there's nothing going on. There's nothing I have look to look forward to, you know, now that Christmas, New Year's is over. Now I'm getting back into my to my routine. You know, I'm starting to feel better. Exactly. You said routine. No one can be in denial and stubborn about doing therapy. And it's, you know, talking to someone and doing that routine that you're talking about. It's so important to stick to a healthy routine. Get up early, end early, right? Yep. It's so important, man. And I've locked in on that. Um, and I appreciate you opening up and talking about that too. One thing I want to bring up too is people taking different substances, drugs, alcohol, mm -hmm. you know, marijuana. It could be everything across the board. How did you transition out of that? What kind of... What, what have you done to say, okay, I'm going to do this naturally, organically. I'm going to do it the healthy way. Could you help the listeners understand what you've done so that maybe they can transition into that themselves if they're struggling? Right. Well, you know, drugs are used as a coping mechanism to suppress emotional pain and suffering. That's all they are, right? Um, you know, we just use the word addiction because, I don't know, you know, we need to change it to something else. You know, it's like a pain, uh, pain, emotional pain management is what I call it. It's not an addiction. It's emotional pain management is what you're doing. And you're using drugs so that you don't have to uh, be present and sit in the uncomfortability of that, you know, emotional pain. So that's really what addiction is all about. Um, uh, I knew that I was going to die. And I didn't want to die, right? Um, you know, when I had, you know, when I had the failed suicide attempt, you know, that was uh, a process that I needed to go through to actually believe that I wanted to live. But I also knew that I couldn't live the way that I was living because eventually, you know, the drugs, the drugs were probably going to get me. And, uh, um, you know, like alcohol is the number one cause of cancer. You know, people don't, people don't realize that. Well, wow. you know, and, and so, uh, but we've made, you know, we've made marijuana use, we've made alcohol use, you know, very glamorous and, and, uh, you know, um, okay. Right. But ultimately, you know, I think that, um, uh, you know, that I made the choice and the decision that I was going to try to heal myself without, uh, you know, the, the aid of any sort of pharmaceutical um, substance, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, here's the thing about, you know, big pharma is all synthetics, so it's a version of something natural in the world, okay? 
And so when I put a synthetic uh, substance in my body, my body doesn't know what it is. Because, um, you know, natural medicines like plant-based medicines, they actually have a code and a frequency in them. And so when you put something natural in your body, your body knows exactly what to do with that substance, right? And so when you put synthetic versions of the original medicine in your body, your body doesn't know first and foremost what to do with it because it's not coded properly. It doesn't have the right frequency attached to it. So you get a short-term relief for a long-term problem, okay? And then at the end of every 30-second commercial, uh, pharmaceutical commercial, what happens at the last 10 seconds? It's all about the side effects, okay? So, so my body takes the synthetic uh, version, uses it, and then what happens after it's used? Well, I gotta, I gotta get rid of it out of my body, and so it has to pass through the kidneys, the liver, and the intestines. And your body can't extract this synthetic version, and that's why you have all of these side effects that are attached to using big pharma. And nobody talks about this stuff, right? Whereas natural medicine. Your body actually knows what to do with it. It gets the full benefit of it. And then your body's able to extract it, you know. And, you know, that's why people have leaky gut syndrome. They have all kinds of liver problems. They have all kinds of kidney problems is because they can't get rid of the, the synthetic version of, you know, the pharmaceutical that they're taking. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I know some people that are on antidepressants and, you know, they've seen their anxiety get worse. I've, mm -hmm. I've, I've seen that, you know, and they're on a couple of medications and I'm like, oh boy, let me take you cold plunging real quick. Let's go do a little, let's have a little fun naturally, right? Um, I've seen that. I want to tell you a story real quick, Theo. During New Year's, uh, before it hit midnight, I went out to dinner with my buddies out in Laguna Beach, beautiful Mexican restaurant right on the water. And I was only planning on having dinner and, and coming right back home. I'm not a guy that likes to go out and drink and party. I'm, I got too much going on. So, yeah. so we're out, we're having dinner. We have a great time. And I have a buddy next door at a bar called the Marine Room. And he's like, hey, come on over. I want to say hi to you real quick. And I said, fine, fine, fine. I'll go over. And when I entered this bar, it was just nuts. There were so many people there and they're all fucked up. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm like looking at everyone. I'm like, they are all coping. There's no doubt they're coping this way. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I've only had one beer. That's it. That's, I, that's my max. And I'm like, what is going on? Everyone's just hurting <laughs> right now. You could see it, right? Oh, yeah. And I was just like, this is a reminder to me why I don't go out to bars. Because it's just people are hurting, I feel like. It's the way of yep. coping. People look forward to the weekend so that they can just numb their pain. I really do feel that way. So. Yep. And I went home, I played cards with my buddies and we ended the night. So I just, I, I, I hope people can really find the natural way of healing, you know? Yeah. And, 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 uh, you know, you can heal your body naturally, right? You know, if you, uh, if you take care of yourself the right way, your body will naturally start to heal itself because it has the ability to do that. Right. So, um, 
uh, you know, and, and, you know, with, with this whole pandemic, it's all about the immune system, right? It's all about the immune system and people who, you know, are overweight, who don't sleep, who don't eat well, who don't exercise, you know, they are more susceptible to, you know, getting sick. Right. 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 And, you know, the people who look after their immune system and I would say sleep is probably the number one thing that you need to do um, for your immune system, because when you're sleeping, that's the only time that your body heals itself is when you're actually sleeping. Right. Right. So if you're not sleeping properly, um, you're going to have lots of issues. You're going to have anxiety. Uh, you're going to have depression. You're going to uh, be irritable. You're going to be restless. Yeah. You know, all these things. So, you know, um, and that's why routine is so, so important, you know, when you're on a path of healing. Yeah. I've noticed how important sleep is early bedtime, early wake up call. It's so important. Yep. And in high school, I used to be a kid who had insomnia. I'd stay up late. I feel like sluggish and like shit in the morning. You know, it's such a huge game changer to get good sleep, huh? Yeah, it's it's. I would say it's probably the number one thing that people, you know, have have a hard time with is sleep. But because we have, you know, uh, we have so many distractions. Um, you know, with our phones, with TV, with streaming, with, you know, sports and all that, you know, it's, it, 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 it's an addiction as well, you know, is, is addiction to, you know, our devices, which causes our parasympathetic nervous system to never be shut down. Right. Right. And so even though you're sleeping, you're not getting the right kind of sleep. Yeah. I agree with you. You know, we kind of touched on anxiety and depression, but I do want to ask you this. How is your anxiety today? How have you, how have you managed it? How do you feel nowadays? Well, you know, I attach anxiety to my trauma stuff, right? And so, um, you know, whenever, <clears throat> whenever I've been pretty good lately on the anxiety side of it, uh, my depression is probably more prevalent um, the last little while, but my anxiety has been good because uh, every time uh, I'm in a high state of anxiety, I know that I need to do more trauma work. And so, you know, I book an appointment with my therapist and, you know, we work, we work on, you know, uh, knocking off those layers you yeah. know, of, tra of trauma that, that I've experienced. Right. So, um, and, uh, you know, now that I'm 54 years old and, you know, I played a very physical sport, mm -hmm. you know, I've probably had more physical trauma than emotional trauma. And so I would say, you know, I've been dealing more uh, with the physical uh, stuff over the last probably five years than the emotional stuff. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think getting to the root of all that with a therapist like that is huge, man. Mm -hmm. And you've been doing great. And I just appreciate you for getting out of your comfort zone to just have tough conversations, man. It's, it's not easy. It's not easy, but you're doing it and you're helping a lot of people. 
And and people but, can go ahead. But that's the only way out of it. Right. right. That's that's the only way out of it. You know, I kept quiet for 30 years and fuck, I had a gun in my mouth. Right. And and, yeah. you know, I chose to uh, be open. I chose to be vulnerable. Um, you know, I tell it like it is. Um, you know, I'm very honest. I'm very open, very willing to, you know, have these conversations because I know I'm, how important they are and how healing they are at the end of the day. Yeah, they may be uncomfortable, but at the end of the day, um, you know, I know how important they are. And look how healthy you feel now compared to before you opened up. For sure. For sure. Yeah. But like I said, you know, this, this is, uh, you know, it's not always, you know, rainbows and unicorns, uh, you know, every day, but you know, I, I there's a certain acceptance yeah. uh, that I have that, uh, you know, uh, I know that I'm not going to feel great every single day. Um, and, but I'm able to sit in the uncomfortability of, you know, that exercise. And I know that, you know, that, that saying this too shall pass. Right. Right. I, and I don't, I don't get, I don't get too low and I don't get too high. I just kind of, you know, stay right in the middle, try to stay in the middle. Right. And don't get too freaked out or too, you know crazy in my in my head yeah i agree you know and i was just talking to a, a good friend of mine about the nervous system too how important it is to control that stay right in the middle i mean that's some people people need to really like focus on that too right it's 100 percent, 100 percent. you know and you know you look at uh you know a lot of people are addicted to risky behavior too right you know so you know, and, you know, I, I see the whole bar scene as risky behavior, right? Yeah. yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, it, oh, yeah. it truly, it truly is, you know, and, uh, you know, I think bars are, are places where people who have lots of trauma go, right? Right. No. And, yeah. You know, I used, I used to do that all the time, but I would be in a, you know, in a bar with a thousand people and still feel completely alone empty <laughs> right you know yeah so so um but it's 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 about you know it's about using your voice you know and and it takes a lot of courage to talk about what you need to talk about you know and and uh um you know i was always that guy on the ice and uh you know so nothing's changed you know when it comes to you know having courage right and standing in your truth and you did just that you know and it's funny how you say that i like i've said i brought up the cold plunge and stuff i go to a facility down in san diego and everyone's like on the same wavelength they all want to be yep. healthy and have that lifestyle and it's so refreshing to be around people that kind of want the same thing that are on the same mission you know yep yeah you know stop hanging around with the losers <laughs> you know mm -hmm. yeah you know and and uh you know, they say, find your tribe, find your tribe of people that you, right. you know, that you can talk about anything and they're not going to judge you and they're not going to take that information and use it against you. They're, they're just there to listen and to, you know, to help you along your journey. I right? agree with you. Oh, I've had the most real 
raw, honest conversations with some of these people in there. Yeah. It's, it's and incredible. They, and they say, you know, when the student's ready, the teacher appears, right? Right. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, I've experienced a lot of those people who've come into my life who've, you know, helped me tremendously. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. But, but I had to, you know, but I had to, you know, set an intention that I actually did want to heal. Right. And then, fo- and then follow through on the intention. Yep. You got to be willing to work hard. Like you said, if you don't work and you're not willing, you're not going to, you're not going to achieve what you want for good health. No, no. And, and, you know, mental health is health, right? It's, it's all, you know, it's emotional, it's physical and it's spiritual. And that's probably, you know, the one thing we haven't talked about yet is, you know, you got to be connected to something greater than yourself, whatever that is for you. Right. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, a lot of people, especially in the dick, in the addiction space, the reason why they can't get sober is because they're not connected spiritually. Right. And that's why people, uh, you know, continue to struggle with addiction is because they don't have that spiritual connection. And what is, what is spirituality? It's relationship. Right. Ultimately that's what it's all about. You know, if I have a good relationship with myself, how do you think all of my other relationships are going to be? They're going to be the same, right? Hell yeah. They're, they're going to be the same. But if I'm angry, resentful, pissed off, frustrated, that's how that, all my relationships are going to be like that. It's so hard for anyone that's going through that to have compassion, love, and connection, man. Yeah. It's so hard. Yep. Right? And, and you know, uh, the, the two greatest lessons that I learned, uh, in life, uh, came from me working in the prison system, right? Compassion and forgiveness. You know, the, the baddest dudes on the planet, murderers, rapists, child molesters, wow. bank robbers, you name it. They, they were the guys that taught me compassion and forgiveness. Wow. You know, when you have trauma like that, it is hard to forgive, isn't it? It is, but it's, it's essential in the process of, you know, getting well that you ultimately, you got to forgive yourself because we, as you know, human nature has it, we take responsibility for a lot of the things that we shouldn't be responsible for. Right. Right. You know, and you know, with my abuse stuff, like I actually, you know, for a long time thought that I actually played a part in it that it was my fault when in actuality, you know, I was just an innocent kid who had a dream of, you know, playing in the NHL. And, you know, unfortunately I ran into the wrong person and, and, uh, you know, suffered some uh, significant trauma from, from that relationship. It's so important to know Theo that that was out of your control and Mm -hmm. it is not your fault. Yeah. You ever watch Goodwill Hunting when Robin Williams is talking yeah. to Matt Damon? It's not your that's, fault. It's not yeah, your fault. That, that's my, my one of my favorite. Fucking love that movie. Movie scenes of all time. Isn't that the right? best scene? Yeah. And uh, you know when when Will finally you know makes that connection, what happens in the next scene? 
he goes and gets the job and he goes and gets the girl because he doesn't have to self-sabotage any of it anymore. He right. actually, he actually believes that he deserves, you know, love and compassion, empathy, you know, which was, which is what the girl was trying to show him yeah. at the beginning of their relationship. And he rejected it because he didn't think he deserved it. He pushed her away. Yeah. And he figured it out and then he went and chased her. Found yeah. her. Exactly. That's a beautiful yeah. story. That's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. And how many times, you know, in our life, do we self-sabotage, you know, the greatest things that come into our life? Because we don't feel good enough. You're so right? right, man. Yeah. You have to feel good about yourself. You have to love yeah. yourself. Right? That's yeah. so important, man. I'm glad you said yeah. that. Yeah. And I've, and I've learned that too for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Because... Because, you know, if we don't feel good enough and we don't feel lovable, you know, those those people that come into our life that can give us the things that we need, you know, instead of accepting them and believing them, we push them away. And we can't do that because mm -hmm. we're because we're deserving of it. Of course. Yes. And in order to understand that, you have to be healthy, right? You have to, you have to be healthy or you know, on somewhat of a path of, you know, change, you know, and who, who likes change? Nobody likes change because it's uncomfortable, right? Well, cause it takes work and people are fucking lazy. <laughs> they are. They are. Right. Yep. Not, I'm not, you're not, we're not about that. And that's why we're here today to talk about it because I want people to, I want to give them that extra push and help them. Yeah. hundred percent. You know, it's, it's, uh, and, you know, the thing about healing is, you know, it's for the rest of your life. You know, like I know that I'm in therapy for the rest of my life. Yep. And, I'm com and I'm completely okay with that because I've had so many incredible, amazing experiences, you know, doing the work. Yep. I agree with you. You don't stop doing it. And if like, for instance, when I was saying that you work on yourself, you do all those things, if you enter a relationship, you don't stop doing it. it oh. It's a continued thing because you evolve mm -hmm. and grow and you want to be better each and every day. There's so much room yeah. to grow, right? Yeah. 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 And it's, and ultimately it's, you know, you got to have a relationship with yourself. That's it. Right. doesn't matter you know, your external relationships, because if the one you have with yourself isn't good, your other relationships are, are not going to be great as well. Right. Family, friends, your romantic mm -hmm. partner, yep. all of mm -hmm. that. I yeah. agree with you. Oh yep. yeah. Hey, speaking of movies, I know you told me last time that you had a movie deal going on. Yeah. Can you give, me, still, can you give me an update? What's going on? We're, we're still working on it. So, yeah. Still working on. It. We've had we've had some good meetings. We've we've had some people really interested in, you know, funding the movie. Uh, you know, I think everything else else is in place, with the exception of you know of the funding. So once we get the funding in place, then uh, that'll give us the green light to to make it happen. I'm I'm excited for what's to come for you, man. It's gonna be a good. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna it's gonna, you know, you know, you don't. You know, you don't go through life thinking that, you know, somebody's going to make a movie about your life. But, you know, uh, when the opportunity is there, you know, obviously, uh, you know, I think it's an important story that needs to be told for sure. 
and it's moved a lot of people. So to have it, uh, you know, with a movie, it's going to be even more impactful. I, I think it's going to be great for you. And yeah, else. it should be should be good. So yeah, excited about you know the future of that. So, do you have any plans of coming out to Cali? Well, they just extended the uh, non-vaccinated uh, travel thing in the U.S., so doesn't no. look like it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I got to bring my ass up to Calgary. Yeah, the insanity continues. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope things do get better. Right. They will. They yeah. will. They well, will. in conclusion, I just want to say, you know, how much I appreciate you and our friendship, um, how much it means to me that you jumped on and to show courage and strength to people that we can heal, we can be healthy, and we can love the right way. Um, it means so much, man. You have an incredible story. You're an incredible human being, and I just appreciate you so much. Yeah, well, I appreciate, you know, the always the opportunity to talk about this stuff because you know it's it 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 isn't talked about in the right way and uh you know i think it's important that you know we do have conversations like this uh as much as possible because it gives people permission you know to go out and and you know have these difficult conversations that nobody wants to have right so totally agree with you man well enjoy enjoy the rest of the day and uh Hopefully I see you soon. Yes. Take care, my friend. All right, brother. I'll talk to you. Okay. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 You should be my baby. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I close my eyes, I see you. You got people in your life you love. Well, I got to meet them. I greet them at the door because I'm matching yours. Yeah. I love your energy. I'm matching yours. When you fall back, I'll be catching ya And when it go bad, I'll never leave ya And when it calm down, find a beach somewhere and drink Sangria by Lido, yeah Yeah, nah, let me talk my shit real quick It feel good to share air with you, yeah It feel good to be real for you, yeah Right now, send one of your flights and I'll jump on